Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fit and Lit podcast. This is the pot. Oh, I'm your host, Bridget Koenig, and this is the podcast where we talk about fitness and literature or horror books or spicy books or novels that have no rhyme or reason other than the fact that they are fun to read. Today, we're going to be talking about self-love because yesterday was Valentine's Day. Happy Thursday, by the way. I hope you all had a great um, Valentine's Day. And I know a lot of people are celebrating this weekend, but self-love can be any day. So I'm going to be talking about it because tis the season. (laughs) Um, I wanted to start off with just like a little recap of what we talked about last week. I have been reading a little bit more than, um, not more than normal, but like I've been kind of in a slump in the past couple months. So for me in this moment, I've been reading a lot. I have DNF'd two books that I started that I talked about were on my February TBR. And that is Cutting Teeth by Chandler Baker and Hurt Mountain by Angela Crook. I am so sad about both of these. I wanted to like both of these so much. I got about a third of the way into cutting teeth, maybe a quarter of the way in. And I just like couldn't take it anymore. It was so boring. So cutting teeth is about these toddlers in a preschool and like a Catholic preschool. Um, and they just start like biting people and there's like skepticism that they're turning into vampires and this is like all the book was about in the first like the first page you're like already knowing what's going in so I'm like okay I'm already a quarter of the way in like these toddlers are already biting people and like there's talk about them being vampires like what like is the rest of the book for you know I thought we were going to like lead up to it and that thing like just like jumping right in and it was so boring like it was a lot of telling not showing and then I just had a really hard time following each character because there's like four different moms I think and then they have their kids and their husbands and the teacher and the priest and this guy and that guy and the doctor and I was like "Mm, none of these names are sticking with me and So I decided to DNF. I was like, I can't, like, I can't even focus on this. So DNF. And then Hurt Mountain by Angela Crook. This is a, an early release. So it doesn't come out until March 1st, I think. Maybe, I I don't even know the actual date. I wouldn't recommend this one. It is so hard to read. Like, it is like, he walked over to the car. He looked in the back seat. There was a guy in the back seat. He was dead. Then there was a girl in the front seat. And then he's like a sheriff. And then the girl in the front seat reminded him of his daughter that was missing. So he goes and takes them to the hospital. And then, like, that's how it's written. Like, it's not like blood was splattered along the seat and he thought to himself, whoa, what did I get myself into? Like, it wasn't like any of that. Like, it was just like, this is what happened. That's what happened. And then the wife in the story, she's like, a doctor like a freak or I think she's like a nurse she's some kind of professional 
And the way she's thinking, she's like, oh, my husband has come back. Like, I wonder if he has been thinking about me too. And then like, there's like this brief moment where they like touch hands when they're like passing a cup of coffee or something. And they're like, and I'm like, okay, you guys aren't together anymore. Like, shouldn't you hate each other? Like, why are you being all giddy? Like you touched hands. You're an adult. You're a professional. Like what is happening? Like get down to business, figure out who this girl is. Stop flirting with your ex-husband. Like it was just, it was like weird. The dynamics of it were all just really weird. So I DNF that one after like, I think it was like 30 pages maybe that I got to. And I was like, no, I can't do it. I just could not do it. Um, I'm still listening to Mother Daughter Murder Night. I just got a text like today that my mom finished it. And she kind of said the same things. Like it kind of dragged on. It was just like, meh. And um, that's why I haven't finished it because I'm listening to that one and I'm preferring to listen to podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of All We Do Is Drink. All we do is drink. I keep mixing. And that's why we drink the podcast with our running group. Um, All we do is run. And I keep mixing them up together. Um, But it's, and this is why we drink. Uh, That podcast is good. It's a little spooky, true crime uh, podcast. And I love it so much. So I've been like choosing to listen to more podcasts rather than like finishing that book, which is kind of a sign that the book is dragging. So I don't know. Will I finish that one this month? Will I put it as a priority? Hopefully. I think I have like four hours left of the book. So I don't know. We'll see. It's not a priority now that I've heard another review that kind of like validated my thoughts of it being a little bit slow. So I'm cool with it, whatever. But let me tell you, I cannot put down The Gracier by Kim Liggett. I can't put it down. Like I'm just thinking about it right now like I need to get this podcast recorded because I need to get home and read this book I want to finish it so bad if not tonight tomorrow for sure um so the gracier by Kim Liggett it's technically YA but there's a lot of really graphic scenes um like gory bloody like just horrible like situations so think about if you mixed if you've seen the movie The Village by M. Night Shyamalan um if you've seen that movie think about like the setup of it like in the woods where you kind of have to like fend for yourselves but it's like this little community whatever but with like hunger game vibes but then like the city that everyone's from is run like the handmaid's tale so if you like those three you're gonna love this one it is 100 about girl power and working together there are talk of ghosts and magic and survival. There's so many, t- like so many things happening all at once, like different storylines happening all at once, but you're only getting it from one point of view. And I am telling you, I'm like, it's a one more chapter book. That book where you're just like, one more chapter. Okay, no, I can't stop there. One more chapter, one more chapter, one more chapter. Like I've been late to everything this week, the last couple of days, because I'm like, one more chapter, one more chapter. I picked the first thing I did when I woke up this morning was pick up my Kindle. It's on Kindle Unlimited, by the way. Um, I do have the hard copy because at the time when I bought the hard copy, it wasn't on Kindle Unlimited. But now I'm really glad that I have a physical copy because now I can put it on my bookshelf. And then I've been highlighting a lot on my Kindle so I can like go back and highlight the quotes. There's so many good quotes, like so many. If you're going to read a book, 
like this month or if you just need a good recommendation, I highly recommend this one. It is YA, which means young adult. So think like high school, college. Um, so it's, it's with 16 year old girls. So think about that time frame. So it's like really easy to read. It's not like super complicated. Oh my God. I'm thinking about it now. All I want to do. Okay. Podcast over. Bye. I gotta go. I'm just kidding. Um, Oh, I'm so, th- I'm just thinking about it right now. It's so good. It's so freaking good. I, I think that it's going to be a five star for me. That's, that's my prediction. <laughs> Unless it ends horribly, it's going to be five star right as of now. It's a five star. Okay. How's my training been going? What training? That's all I'm going to leave it at. It's been a busy weekend. My husband ran a 100K. He ran the Black Canyon 100K in Arizona, in Black Canyon, Arizona. And uh, that's a trail race. So 100K is about 62.2-ish miles. Um, Trail races, they're always a little bit, a little bit over uh, or under that mileage, but so 62 miles he ran over the weekend. He was out there with his sponsored team, Tonry Sunscreen, um, which is a a sunscreen brand that is spe- not specifically, but it's made for runners, for endurance athletes. Uh, they're pretty cool. They have both a chemical and a mineral sunscreen. little plug here for Tonry, T-A-N-R-I. So he was out there with them enjoying his time and I was at home with the kiddos for like four days straight on Monday the kids didn't have school and I was home with them all day (laughs) it's been it's been hard to get anything done but that is why we are going to be talking about self-care today oh by the way I'm really proud of my husband he um beat he like took two hours off of his uh time for his last 100k um I can't remember his time but that's not important he like he did so good and I'm really proud of him there was snow in the desert they had to push they had to delay the start time by two hours so therefore I pushed him two hours into the night which I when I was following him on the uh like so if you're not familiar with running there's like you have like a time chip And every time you pass like a checkpoint, it updates so that other people can track you. And it has like your, your pace and your, like where you're at on the course. And it's, it's for safety and it's so other people can watch you too. But as soon as it got dark, his pace was like slowing down because you're literally like running trails in the desert. Um, so you have a headlamp, but there's no light out there. Like it's not lighted. There's animals out there. So and rocks and cacti. Um, just around. So you have to be aware of what you're doing. You can't just like run like you're running on a treadmill, you know, like just blindly not thinking. So when it got dark, you could definitely see his time slowing down. I was like, dang it. Like imagine how much faster he would have been if they started on time. But it was, I'm, I was really proud of him. And we were watching the live, um, from Aravipa's, uh, YouTube channel. And so it was just, it was a cool time to watch him, but unfortunately we couldn't be there. But we couldn't be there because somebody had to be at the house because if you remember from last week, a tree fell on our house, um, which is not a fun time. (laughs) Um, So somebody had to be there. Somebody was me and the kids. And it's been kind of nice 
just kind of being stuck at home. But the sucky part is, is everything that was in our shed is in our living room. Everything that was in our master bedroom is just strewn about the house. So our house feels like unlivable. So anytime I'm like, okay, let's get out of the house. Like, let's go. And our fence um, just got repaired a little bit today and is going to be continuing to be fixed. Luckily, they're they're on it like they're they're fixing it very fast. But we have dogs like two dogs. So every time that they need to go to the bathroom or every time that they're just like getting antsy because normally we just put them outside and they just, you know, run outside they can't do that so we've been I've been going on a lot of hot girl dog walks lately which I've actually been enjoying it's been fun um to be outside but the weather is really nice and this weekend it's supposed to rain again which I'm not excited about because we have a hole in our roof (laughs) and nobody like this rain on the central coast of California is just taking everybody out everybody's struggling with the rain Plus, people in California don't know how to drive in the rain, so it makes it even harder to do anything. We have a beach cleanup in our town on Saturday that I'm hosting, and I'm I'm hoping it doesn't rain because here where we are, our beach closes for preservation of um, some snowy plovers um, on March 1st. So we're trying to get out there because we know that the storm has brought in a lot of trash blown a lot of trash out of you know even people who throw away things in the trash receptacles sometimes the wind and rain can make that trash fly out of it so and that's another thing too just a reminder if you see trash on the ground and you're thinking to yourself like oh these people are dirty or like these you know assholes just leaving their trash everywhere sometimes it's not that sometimes it's the wind or uh, trash trucks like if people don't you know secure their trash sometimes it'll fly out so if you see trash on the ground just pick it up keep your space clean even if it's not yours it might not have been um, anyone's fault sometimes stuff blows out of the trash so um, just a quick reminder that you know there's 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 um, a reason for some sometimes when things happen Um, and speaking of just like when things happen Um, life is like so unpredictable. There's so much like things that happen like for no particular reason. (laughs) Um, and this is, this is a quick reminder. I'm not going to go off on any tangents, hopefully, but I just wanted to remind you that sometimes life just throws you a curveball um or things don't go quite your way and this is just a really quick reminder that sometimes not everything happens for a reason sometimes you just get the shitty end of the stick and it's really up to you how you deal with it you can take that shitty stick and just kind of like leave it there and be like wow that's a shitty stick I'm just gonna walk away now or you can like carry that shitty stick around with you all day everyone can smell it everyone's like what the hell is that you know or you can take that shitty stick and try to wash it off and that smell that staining on that stick's just gonna linger so it's kind of up to you what you want to do you can acknowledge it say cool walk away you can let it linger whatever you get to choose so whatever sounds better to you i'd prefer to just look at it be like 
wow, that sucks. That's a shitty stick and walk away. But it's not always easy to do that. So as we become self-aware in our life journey, in this journey, in this meat sack of a body that we have, um, we need to remember to love ourselves. Um, and I know that's so cheesy, like, oh, I love myself, blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to be talking about three different forms of self-love that might not seem obvious to a lot of people. People who are in the health and wellness space might be like, duh, I've heard this up as like, this is what I preach. But somebody who may be new to the fitness and wellness lifestyle or someone who like, maybe you just pull something from this, but I mean, this is just a really good reminder. I need these reminders. So if anything, when I listen to this podcast back, uh, I can maybe take my own advice here. So we're going to be going over nutritional self-love, our fitness self-love, and then our relationship self-love. Um, I'm going to be giving you just some little tiny tips on this. Um, and just a reminder to love yourself and just another reminder, lots of reminders today. I hope you have your notebooks out to write these all down. Um, that I forgot what the reminder was. Oh my gosh. What was I going to say? What the heck? Okay. (laughs) Self-love. Oh, oh, what was I going to say? Sometimes change like self-love. If you can love yourself and still want to change, that is a part of like loving yourself is knowing that you can become better and better and better. So if you don't have to, you know, you're like, oh, I hate my body or whatever. We talked about this too in the coach hat, um, this last episode that like you, you can, you can, you're allowed to not like parts of your body and want to change it. You're allowed to not like parts of, um, how you feel or, you know, thoughts that you have and want to change it. That's what makes us better. So it's okay. If you don't like everything about yourself, you're allowed to change. You're allowed to change. Okay. Okay. So we are going to start with, um, nutrition, self-love. Now, when I say nutrition, I am just talking about food in general. I'm not talking about weight loss in specific, like specifically. I'm just talking about nutrition as in the food that we eat, the food that creates our our whole body, every cell of our body has been made from some kind of food that we've eaten at some point in our lives all the way from the time that we were a baby, a little baby drinking milk. Um, so everything that we eat, that's what I mean when I say nutrition. I'm not talking about just weight loss. So here are some things that you can look inward with just looking at the relationships that you have with alcohol, sweets, and the bad habits that you have. I'm going to start with alcohol. Um, to keep your attention, because I know a lot of you alcohol drinkers are like, oh, hell no, she's going to tell me to stop drinking. I know she doesn't drink, but now she thinks she's better than me. No, that is absolutely not true. Um, 
my alcohol consumption, my history and my journey with alcohol is not the same as yours. Um, but I wanted to bring this up because sometimes, especially if you drink, um, you know, every weekend or every Friday or every time you have dinner or even every time you get home from work, you have a glass of wine or a beer or a cocktail or whatever. Sometimes you get in this habit and you forget like what it feels like to not have that habit. For example, for myself, I used to love going out and drinking. I used to have wine like as whenever I could Sunday I'm not going anywhere I'm drinking wine I'm day drinking I'm doing all the things but when I stopped um I'm not talking about like when I was pregnant that's kind of different but when I stopped for my own choice or when I um like would have like I want to drink a glass of wine and I don't I'm noticing that like restraint, that self-discipline. And then I'm also noticing that like, wow, like this party, like these conversations that I'm having, are they benefiting me? Or was I just, you know, when I was drunk or drinking, was I just, I didn't care. And I'm noticing that when I wake up in the morning, for example, like I'm not hungover, obviously, duh. Um, But I'm not... None of my life is restricted because of alcohol. I no longer have that control. I'm giving myself so much more self-love because I'm thinking clearly. I'm allowing myself to think clearly, which really has helped in my healing process as far as like going through therapy and um, uh, like trauma therapy and things like that and just really learning about myself without the use of alcohol. So if alcohol is a part of your routine, I'm not saying cut it out. I'm just saying, look at it and be aware. Maybe try like going to a party and like not drinking, like just, you know, and you can tell yourself or tell your friends, like, I'm just have doing an experiment or, you know, whatever. And just kind of see how people react, how you react to yourself. Do you notice yourself like obsessing over like, I, I freaking really want a glass of wine right now. Like, and then you're getting antsy because you like really want a glass of wine with everybody else. Like just kind of like, look at it that way because alcohol has so much control over us. Um, like it literally changes the way that we think and function when we're drinking. So just some self-love being aware of your alcohol intake and maybe cutting back sweets for me. Oh my gosh. I have a really bad sweet tooth. If there's cookies in front of me, I'm going to eat it. There's nothing wrong with cookies, but there's something wrong with eating a dozen cookies in one sitting. There's something wrong with eating something sweet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and having dessert. Um, And just me being aware of that and when sweets come my way, being able to say no is a form of self-love because I have an issue with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I want to make that clear. There's nothing wrong with eating cake. There's nothing wrong with donuts. There's nothing wrong with specific foods in general, but there are problems with behavior around it. So for me specifically, my self-love with sweets is to limit myself and to put a hard limit on myself. Um, This could be for any vice that you have when it comes to um, food. For example, if you are a chip eater, hot Cheeto eater, just know that okay this may be not 
be the best choice for me? And then making your decisions based around that. Is this a form of self-love? Sometimes eating chips, sometimes eating donuts can be a form of self-love. If you are enjoying your time, if you are going out to breakfast with a friend and you really want to enjoy yourself, yes, those things are going to be a form of self-love. They don't have to be a punishment and they don't have to be a reward for anything either. They can just be, I really like this and I'm going to enjoy this now which is a form of self-love. Then we have looking into habits, um, specifically bad habits, like eating late at night, uh, snacking throughout the day, um, not eating. If you are somebody who tends to be like, whoa, it's already like three o'clock. I didn't have breakfast, lunch, and it's almost dinner time. Um, What those habits look like, because feeding yourself nutritionally, feeding yourself as much as you should be eating um, without restriction is a form of self-love. Are you eating because you are sad? Are you eating because you're angry? Are you eating because you're bored? Um, Just taking a look at that and really dialing in those habits and just being aware of them. Being aware is the first step. Being aware of what you are eating and making healthy choices is a form of self-love. Next up, we're going to be taking or talking. Oh, sorry. I didn't even give you a tip for that one. The tip for this one is to go slowly. Try not to pick up yourself apart. Look at, oh my gosh, I'm drinking too much alcohol. Oh my gosh, I'm eating too many sweets. Oh my gosh, I just ate um, way too late at night. And I've done that uh, three nights in a row because I'm just bored. Um, So just being aware, go slow go slow, slow down and to not be so hard on yourself. Food is for nourishment. It's not a punishment or a reward. So go slow. Pick one thing to focus on one thing at a time. Next up, we have our fitness self-love. I don't have time. I'm getting old. I don't have money. I don't know what I'm doing. I have kids. I work too much. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to make a bunch of people mad. But those are excuses. I know. I know. Movement, being active, does not have to cost money. Does not have to take a lot of time. You can do it with your kids. If you're working too much, that is a problem that you need to really look in towards. Are you choosing this? Why did, are you living your life? And, um, is it, is your job help making you unhealthy? (laughs) Um, with that being said, working out is not, should not be considered a luxury. It should be considered a necessity. You don't have to go spend two hours in the gym lifting crazy heavy weights. You don't even need to have weights. You don't even need to have a gym. Exercise and fitness can be as simple as taking a walk around the block. If you have a phone, which you're probably listening to this podcast using your phone, you have access to YouTube. There are a bajillion free workouts on YouTube 
that you can follow. Especially if you cannot leave home because you have kids. Do a workout in your living room. Have your kids join you. May they interrupt you, say, mom, I need a snack. Mom, 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 mom. Yes, they're going to do that. Will they jump on you? Yes, they're going to. But don't let that deter you from moving your body. Moving your body can look like gardening. Moving your body can look like um, going to the park and playing, actually playing with your kids. That's a workout. Have you tried running around a park? A playground, it's freaking hard work going up those little tiny stairs and sliding and going back up the stairs again, sliding back down, actually playing with your kids. That's a workout. See the monkey bars, show your kids how to do the monkey bars, going on a bike ride. Um, so I don't know, like I, it, it has to be a priority. And I say this because this is something that's going to last your entire life. If you have it in your routine as a form of self-love, you're going to have less pain. You're going to feel more confident. You're going to have more energy. Giving yourself that gift is a form of self-love. Okay. Um, uh, especially when you have kids, like you don't want your kids to be taking care of you when you're like, not even that old, like give your kids a gift, like play with your grandkids. If you were planning on having grandkids, like play with your, you know, like be able to see the world. Like when you retire, you don't want to be like so injured and out of shape that you can't even like get on an airplane. Like you want to be able to go fly and like, you know, go to, I don't know if you go to freaking, I don't know, a Mayan place in Mexico and you want to walk up all those stairs. Like you want to be able to do that. Like see those things, get the view, go on the hike, go to you know, wherever and be able to walk around and ride a bike in Italy. Like these are like things that like people underestimate. Like it's just little things in life that if you don't stay active now, it might be be taken away from you. And all these experiences as you get older are going to be taken away from you. So give yourself the act of self-love through fitness. Give yourself the life that you deserve. I'm not saying six packs or being a twig or being super buff. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about at all. So give yourself that gift of self-love and move your body. I'm sorry. We have one more. This is our intellectual or reading self-love. Now, I know a lot of people don't like to read and I've heard it. My job is so easy because all I do is work out all day and I'm very, um, what's the word? I'm interactive with people. So when I get to read, it's like enjoyable. Let me tell you, let me tell you, everyone should be reading, whether it's listening to an audiobook, reading um, the newspaper, <laughs> reading um, some smut before, you know, before they go to bed at night, which um, is also a form of self love, you know, um, like literally loving yourself. Do you get what I'm getting at? Yes. Okay, cool. Anyway, you know, like there's so many different forms of reading. Um, as I sell self-help, um, uh, not documentaries. What's the book version of a <laughs> biographies? I guess. Yeah. Book versions of, you know, um, uh, oh my gosh, what is the word I'm trying to say? Documentaries. Um, just <laughs> when you read, 
you get to look at different perspectives of people's journeys, of people's lives, um, through a different lens. You get to see it through that writer's lens. If you're reading um, fiction, you are reading a story. You are fully immersed. Um, Oh, I can't remember who said this quote, but it was like, somebody was like, why do you read the same book twice? Aren't you tired of reading the same thing? They're like, no, it's like the book stays the same, but I'm different. If you know what quote this is, like where this quote is from, please tell me because it's like I can picture the scene and I just can't picture who said it. But the book stays the same, but you change. So every time you read a book, you interpret it differently, which in turn, you learn more about yourself by reading than like so many other things. What you take away from, what you know that excites you, you learn more about yourself through reading, even if it is very smart. You're going to learn something. You're going to learn um, like so much about yourself through these characters. Um, so And if you're not reading um, fiction, like if you're reading biographies or whatever, you're going to learn more about other people too. And you're in turn, you're going to take something that they said and you're going to use it as part of your life. So learning more and more and more, plus you're getting your brain to work by looking at the page. Like even if it's just for five minutes, you don't have to sit down and read an entire book in one sitting. You can read one book in a year that's fine. You can read half a book all year. That's fine. But reading is like, I'm telling you is a form of self-love. That's, that's point blank. Um, my tip for this one is to figure out, I forgot to give you my tip for fitness. Um, so my tip for reading though, is to find a book that someone, you know, so someone close to you has read or is reading Because if you find someone who has read the book or is currently reading the book that you're going to read, you have someone to talk about it with. They're going to be like, oh, did you get to that part? Or you're going to do that same thing. Are you, you know, have you gotten to that part? What did you think about it? And then you have these conversations about it, which leads to my next one, relationship self-love. I'm going to go back to my fitness self-love, however. My tip for this one is to schedule it into your calendar. This does not have to be at one o'clock. I'm going to do this, this, and this. It can be like today, um, I'm going to go outside before I eat lunch. That's any time before you eat lunch. Today, I'm going to go on a hot girl walk with my friend. Go on a hot girl walk with your friend. It doesn't have to be like very rigid. Unless your schedule is so packed that you have to make it rigid, then do that. If that's the way that you're going to get it in, that's the way you're going to get it in and that's how it is going to be. However, make sure that you are doing something that you actually enjoy. If you hate running, don't run. If you hate lifting weights, don't lift weights. If you hate working out in front of people, don't do group fitness. It's plain and simple. So just don't force yourself to do something that you don't want to do and you'll want to do it more. So that's my tip for that one. Next up, uh, we have relationship self-love. Surround yourself with people who care about you and that who you care about. Now, this is a freaking hard one. 
especially as you're going on this fitness and wellness journey, you're going to have a lot of pushback, especially when it comes to major lifestyle changes that other people can sometimes find um, like you're attacking them. For example, eating a plant-based diet, working out more, prioritizing your health and giving up alcohol. These are like really big things that people somehow end up making it about them. Oh, you, you're not eating meat. Oh, you think you're better than me? Well, I'm going to eat 10 chickens right in front of you. These are the people that you need to be aware of. And you need to be aware that this is going to happen at some point or another. Oh, you can't come to the party because you're going out for a a seven mile run. Ah, ha ha. Well, I'm going to be here sitting on the couch while you're running. Ha ha ha. You're going to hear it. Oh, you gave up alcohol. Oh, well, I'll just drink your shots for you. Ha ha ha. Oh, are you pregnant? Ha 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 ha. I'm saying these with a deep voice. I'm sorry. But yes, this, it's mostly men who say this. So sorry, not sorry. Um, But you're going to hear it and you're going to hear it um, from many, many different people. And this is just something to be aware of. Again, you don't have to change anything. Just being aware of it and making sure that, for example, if you want to start reading more, talk to people who read. If you want to work out more, talk to people who work out and like genuinely listen, care about them. And in return, like they're going to listen and care about you most of the time. And then if they don't, then bye. (laughs) But just being aware that not everyone will understand. And it's really hard. But again, you want to be around people who make you feel good. And it can be really really hard especially when the people who are giving you a hard time who are not valuing you and what you're trying to do in your journey or whatever you're trying to work on are in your family or in close proximity with you so people you work with um you're like people who live in your house whether that's roommates or family or a spouse Um, It can be really hard and sometimes you have to pick and choose what you share things with with certain people. Um, So if you know that every time you talk to Jack, he makes fun of you for not eating meat and every time you talk to Jill, she gives you a hard time for prioritizing fitness. It kind of sets these limits with people and eventually you'll notice that they'll just kind of fade away and there's nothing wrong with that. This is something that took me a really long time to understand that just because you're friends with somebody doesn't mean that they're going to be friends with you forever. People change, which is totally fine. Just like relationships. Like imagine, think about this right now. Your first boyfriend. You high school sweethearts don't listen to this. Your first boyfriend. You can't break up with him. Once your boyfriend and girlfriend, you're stuck together forever. That would be horrible, right? Now imagine a friend that you had and um, you guys have to be friends forever. Sometimes people get really lucky and they have childhood friends that just stick with them forever and you guys grow together and you become stronger together and you agree on everything and everything is perfect. I envy you. (laughs) I have noticed that I have changed so much that if I met these same friends that I met when, when I was who I was before, like 
we would have problems. It would be a bad time. So just being aware that like, it's totally cool if friends fade away and there doesn't have to be hard feelings. If you know of somebody who is doing something that you don't quite agree with, or I don't know, your friend decides they want to travel the world in a, a, a trailer with their dog and you just like, don't really talk to them anymore. Like you don't feel like you have anything in common with them. That's fine. That's totally cool. It's nothing against them. It's nothing against you. You guys are just growing apart and you can still check in and follow each other, you know, on social media or whatever, and like talk to each other here and there, but you don't have to be best friends with anyone. And just being aware of that and really valuing your friendships where you are at now is a form of self-love because you're not going to take shit from nobody, you know? So my tip for this one is to just be aware and relationships will take their course. Um, yeah, sorry, friendships. Friendships are hard though, for real. Um, but anyway, that is what I have for you about self-love. Um, so yeah, tell people you love them. I hope you had a, again, I hope you had a fabulous Valentine's day. Learn something about yourself and, um, yeah, spread the love. I'll see you next time. Make sure to follow me on social medias for book content. You can follow me at bridge is lit and for fitness stuff, bridge is fit on Instagram, on TikTok. I already got a video banned, um, for, I don't know why I didn't follow community guidelines or whatever on TikTok, but it is a fit and lit podcast. Just all one word. One day I'm going to master TikTok. One day this millennial will take over TikTok. But that day is not today <laughs> or tomorrow. Um, and that is that's all I have. Um, if you have any comments or anything, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, remember there is a video on YouTube that you can watch and it's like you're facetiming a friend so if you're on youtube make sure to leave a comment like subscribe do all the things that really help me out um if you're on listening on apple Podcasts or spotify um make sure you leave a review send me messages uh share with a friend do whatever i think a lot of people don't really know how much those little tiny things really help me out a lot and i feel like i'm actually putting out somewhat structured content now which is which is good it's good i'm rambling now okay signing off anyway all right thank you for listening this far if you listen this far um when you see me or if you're on instagram send me a banana emoji send me a banana emoji or leave a banana emoji in the comments all right banana bye